Your news program every morning with up-to-the-minute news and extensive analysis of issues from Korea and abroad. This morning with Alex Jensen on TBS EFM. So, uh, exit poll data from both CNN and ABC suggests that Hillary Clinton is being viewed as the less unfavorable choice next to Donald Trump. We had an indication of that already in uh, polls before this U.S. election, but at this moment in time, we really don't know a huge deal. Uh, but uh, we are starting to get information about... Uh, Kentucky, for example, and we can now join live on the line Professor Frank Cessna, George Washington University School of Media and Public Affairs. Good morning to you from Seoul. Good morning to you. Uh, thank you very much for uh, taking the time. I mean, it, it's going to be at least a couple of hours before this picture really starts to fill in. Uh, what, what do we know at this stage? Well, what we know is in some of the early exit polls that we're seeing and hearing about is that uh, Hillary Clinton appears to have, again, this is just the first couple of waves, we're told that she has something of an edge. Uh, we know that a lot of the modeling projections suggest that um, she is uh, in the lead uh, in terms of projecting the number of electoral votes from the various states that she would need. But there is um, no official um, results tallied yet no, that have been made available, so we don't really know for sure where this is going. Uh, what we can read, however, is where some of the early early voting um, could be indicative of things. So, for example, in Wisconsin, the state of Wisconsin, which is considered um, a key state for uh, Hillary Clinton to, to have, although Donald Trump was there to contest it, the early voting um, was very heavy and followed patterns uh, of counties that have traditionally gone for Barack Obama leading in previous elections, leading people to believe that the, the early voting is most likely stronger for her. In North Carolina and in Florida, a very heavy Latino vote, Hispanic vote, which the polls have indicated uh, is generally skewing very heavily toward Hillary Clinton. So um, the night is just beginning. We are watching this very closely, but the very earliest indications are uh, probably, and I'm trying to be very careful about this, probably um, leaning somewhat toward Hillary Clinton at this time. Still, I don't know, maybe others will feel the same way. I can't shake this instinct that we might be in for a shock somewhere. Um, uh, I mean, we're getting early reports from, from CNN, votes being counted in Indiana and, and, and Kentucky. And, and, you know, when you see those maps turn red for Donald Trump, it, it just, you know, we keep getting these comparisons with Brexit, but it just can't help but draw that comparison. Uh, how, how certain are you at this point on the Clinton side of things? Oh, I'm not certain at all. I mean, I'm, I wouldn't, I wouldn't bet anything on it. These are early indications from battleground states. So you mentioned Kentucky um, and um, Indiana, for example. Well, Kentucky has, and this is what people need to understand. There really are only a handful of states 
in America that are swing states, battleground states, where the outcome is not pretty well forecast. So some of these states that have been reliably Republican are, and are believed to be very solidly Donald Trump, he is ahead in the early counting overwhelmingly. Now, whether that early count holds, it depends where those votes are coming from. Hillary Clinton tends to do better in cities and suburban areas. Donald Trump does much better in rural areas. Uh, so, you know, we have to be careful about what we really are paying attention to. The states, the most important states to pay attention to, Florida, that's the by far the most important early state. Mm-hmm. East Coast, the polls are closing shortly. If Hillary Clinton wins that, it's very difficult for Donald Trump to put together the electoral votes from other states that he would need. North Carolina, just up the coast, has had a very robust and, and very busy turnout, we're told, with a heavy early vote that also was heavily Latino. So um, that's where we start, and then we work our way west. How much significance should we place on a statistic like Ohio, being the bellwether, Ohio only getting it wrong once since World War II. Um, put a fair amount in that, but Ohio has been. A, Ohio is such an interesting state this time. And if, first of all, if Donald Trump wins Ohio, he doesn't win automatically other things. That that bellwether works if the other states that had been Republican in the past hold. But because of the changing demographics in the United States of America, states like. Um, North Carolina that I just talked about, uh, not all that long ago, even a state like Virginia, which is now more reliably a Democrat state, those were the states that were the foundation, and then Ohio was sort of the frosting on the cake. The cake has changed, and so you need more frosting. You need more Ohio's now, which is why Ohio by itself wouldn't take it for Trump. I mentioned a moment ago how interesting Ohio is. Ohio is the state and the home of Governor John Kasich, who ran in the primaries as a Republican against Donald Trump. A bitter, bitter campaign. And uh, John Kasich has been one of the Republicans who has refused to support or endorse Trump in any way. In the state of Ohio, the Republican Party, John Kasich's party, and the party for which Donald Trump is the candidate, is practically at war with their candidate, practically at war with itself. If Donald Trump still wins Ohio, there is a Brexit commentary there about the rejection of the experts, the rejection of the elite, and this kind of populist groundswell, uh, angry at globalization and, and the job losses that have hit particularly hard in places like Ohio. So can we just clarify a time frame here? Um, right now for us, we're approaching 8.30 a.m. Uh, it's, it's quite kind to us, the time difference, that we don't have to, uh, we, we don't have to sit up as late as certain parts of Europe, for example, <laughs> uh, following this election. Can you or give us America. an indication of when we will uh, start to, to see the winner declared? Uh, some are saying that it won't be till lunchtime for us. Uh, that's it could be uh, an early lunch i would i would i would suggest um, the thing to watch is how early these big eastern states can declare so if florida is declared for trump and if going moving up the coast up the east coast north carolina i'm sorry for for hillary clinton if florida is declared for hillary clinton if north carolina is declared for hillary clinton if new hampshire uh, up in the northeast is declared for hillary clinton all of which were states where she was leading marginally in the in the early uh, in the early going here uh, that would suggest that things are going very strongly for clinton mm. if those states should go to donald trump it would suggest that there could be a, a real upset in the in, yeah. the in the making here because hillary clinton has led in the polls by two, three, four percent, the popular polls, um, for for weeks, and so 
you have to consider Donald Trump coming into tonight, the underdog. But I would start on the East Coast. We should be getting those within the next couple of hours. We'll start moving west. The, the next big states, important states, if they fall, um, as expected, Pennsylvania, um, and 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 Ohio is another one that we'll be watching very closely, as you mentioned. Minnesota, Wisconsin, those are in the, in the central time zone. Those would be another hour out. Um, as those start falling, we'll have a very very good sense of where this is where this is headed. Yes, Florida. Then, if that goes Trump's way, I suppose the media is going to explode um, at that moment. Uh, but. What about the sense of things on the ground there? Are you worried at all about um, the immediate response to this, either with the markets or or even civil unrest? Well, we so far so good today in this country. There have been no significant reports of civil unrest. There have been no significant reports of violence. There was a, a polling station at which two women who were Trump um, protesters took off their blouses, their tops, and they were escorted out. So you know you can make of that whatever you want. But um, as I say, so far so good in America for all the dark projections and and scary rhetoric that um, revolved around um, some of this campaign, mostly the campaign rhetoric from Trump himself, who seemed to be inviting you know, monitors to go in, almost sort of vigilante types, that has that has not materialized, that I have seen or heard about um, from any place in the country yet. Well, already noises from the Trump camp that uh, you know, there may have been some irregularities. I don't know if that's a sense of them conceding an early defeat or whether uh, they're preparing for that. Uh, if those claims gather pace, well, it's not going to feed... Um a united feeling in the United States. Thank you very much for taking the time to speak with us, Professor Cessna. It's a pleasure having you on the line. It's my pleasure and, and all the best. Enjoy the day and by lunch, there will be something to chew on. Thank you very much, Professor Frank Cessna, George Washington University, live on the line for us from the US. It is, if nothing else, absolutely riveting. And Yeah, so we can't read too much into these early results we're getting in Kentucky and Indiana. Uh, It's those key battleground states. Florida, as you're just hearing, is going to be big when that result comes in. Any early indications that we get, we'll bring them to you here on TBS EFM. If you want to send your message right now and get involved, Powdershot1013 for 51 per message. You can find us on Facebook too by searching TBS EFM this morning.